1: Brilliant.
3: What a way to cap your debut. A big smile on the face of an England manager who threw down the gauntlet for those who aren't booked in the squad for the summer yet to take their chance and Ollie Watkins has done that. Welcome to the My All Man Said podcast. I'm David Michael, the editor of myoldmansaid.com and introducing for the first time a supplementary additional uh, weekly podcast to the main show called Something for the Weekend where we just catch up on uh, villa happenings uh, before the weekend, hence the title. Joining me for our inaugural Something for the weekend, Mr. Chris Hello, Bird, welcome. How you doing? Not too bad. Did you uh, lock Phil sure in the basement there? Yeah, I left him at work. Uh, He was holding us back anyway, wasn't he? (laughs) He was holding us back. Uh, This is uh, just a quick show, uh, something for the weekend, like a 10-15 minute catch-up on uh, events since we last spoke. It's just lean and mean, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the main show, uh, do check that out, episode 141, where we uh, discuss the fact that Villa must address the fundamentals uh, rather than just uh, wait for Grealish to turn up and hope that that is the uh, the mystery cure. Main thing we talked about was like uh, McGinn's situation where he's playing and you know you see it straight away with Scotland where he where he scored when he's playing a bit further up in the field I think he has more impact. Uh, also we uh, did a over and underrated on Robbie Keane as well as uh, discussing uh, issues out of the Villaverse like the potential muted uh, fusion of the Belgium and Dutch leagues. Right, uh, the main thing uh, in this show, obviously, international uh, break has kicked off, uh, and uh, the first uh, round of games, we, we, we saw something we haven't seen. We've, I think we've only seen it once this year, was the fact that two Aston Villa players scored in the space of 90 minutes. <laughs> this, last time that happened was against Burnley. That game, I think, has changed our season. Sliding happened, doors, man. Yeah, first half to second half. But uh, Ollie Watkins scored on his England debut against San Marino. And John McGinn uh, got a late equaliser against Austria in the first round of uh, World Cup qualifiers. Also on the, something for the weekend to uh, get us uh, up to speed and get the context for what's going to happen in the weekend. Well, that's if Villa were playing. We will be doing the Villa Week in a Villa Minute the return, the return, and it's going to be a regular thing on something for the weekend. So, uh, without further ado, shall we? Load up, Load the, up the clock, the stopwatch. Just give me one
0: second.
3: What do you want me to do? Five, four, three, a, two, one, or I'll three, a, I'll have two, a three, one, two,
0: one, please, David. Right, okay, three, <laughs> two, one. Go. Villa entertains Spurs in something of a last roll of the dice for Villa's European hopes after the recent wobbles in form against bottom half sides. Villa start well in control the first half hour but fail to register a shot on target. Despite an out of sorts Spurs backline asking for it, they go in a goal up through a Vinicius goal after a Martinez error. In the second half, Kane doubles Spurs advantage with a soft penalty after being cute. Villa never looked like scoring same issues that have plagued Villa in 2021 rear their head once again. Villa's lack of dynamism and balance in the midfield, a cutting edge in front of goal continues. Villa have now just won one in the last seven. Villa's youth team reached the fifth round of the Youth Cup with an impressive 3-0 win over Brighton. Watkins makes his England debut at Wembley against San Marino, coming off the bench to score, completing England's 5-0 victory in the World Cup qualifier. Tyrone Mings also featured in the game but nothing matches the poetry, the moxie, the audaciousness, and the canniness of John McGinn's outrageous overhead kick against Austria. Okay, the new. Right, let's
3: uh, continue with the show. Obviously, the headline of the week, uh, well, if you're English, I suppose, was uh, Ollie Watkins scoring against uh, a team that uh, is, what is it, 9,000 shy of the... Uh, populations 9,000 shy of the capacity of Villa Park? Apparently so, yeah.
0: San Marino. into some context.
3: Yeah, I mean, for Ali for Watkins, it's kind of a, uh, I don't know if it's an, even a perfect storm moment, because things haven't aligned this year. I mean, as we said on the main show, uh, Southgate's done what done his homework really yeah uh, I mean he's he's popped up to see a few Villa games and everybody's thinking oh, is he watching Conser you know is he is he just checking in on Ming's but uh, evidently he was looking at Watkins and you know Watkins as many Leeds fans would point out, hasn't been scoring an awful lot of late, so that's why they were a bit pissed off. Uh, he got the nod above Bamford. I mean, I wrote a piece uh, talking about, I think he's looking at, the, there's a bigger upside to Watkins potentially because you've got, uh, he's two years, well, he's almost three years younger than Bamford. But this is only his second season, isn't it, as a centre forward? Yeah he, transition con- from the wing. yeah,
0: he got converted at uh, Brentford. I, I, think, I think Southgate sees a player that can be something of a, maybe a different option. You know, I think he obviously likes a traditional number nine in Kane, then he has Calvert-Lewin as his number two. You'd imagine they'll go to the Euros and he's probably looking for that slightly, you know, different option, either a player who can run in behind or someone who can provide a, a different um, point of attack, or just yeah. Do a different I mean, role. as
3: I was saying uh, in that piece, I wrote read, read the comparison of why he's chosen uh, Watkins over Bamford. And as I've said, he's he's got those almost three years on him. And then in his uh, first year as a centre forward, he scored twenty five league goals in the Championship. Bamford's tops is uh, seventeen for Middlesbrough. And you've got to remember that Bamford scored one goal in his first twenty seven. Premier League appearances i mean some of those were well, I would say a lot of them would be off the bench for you know various teams that he was loaned out to been all
0: over the place hasn't he Bamford yeah
3: so this is what uh, i think uh, southgate's looking at this is a guy if you judge him in what he's done in two seasons as a centre forward you can't you can't fault him 25 goals first season centre forward in the championship which you know it's hard to stack anybody english against that and then uh, in the premier league in a struggle you know this is a team that's kind of struggled uh, for half of the season and uh He's pretty much, uh, you know, carried a, a team on his back in terms of what we can do uh, up front.
0: Yeah, and his, and his shots-to-goals ratio, I'd imagine, is pretty tasty, considering it's not like he's been particularly wasteful in front of goal for filler And the amount of yeah. times he's hit the bloody woodwork, he could have had probably, what, four, five goals on top yeah, of what he's, uh, he's scored? Yeah, he's
3: hit the woodwork seven times. Yeah, wow. Bamford three times. So, uh, you know, inch a look here and there, and he could have had a few more goals on his uh, tally. But anyway, uh, you know, I think Bamford's got a... That you can make a case for him being in the England team as well. I don't. I don't think this is a Watkins. I think they're versus, both. They're uh, both good players. Yeah, it's not a Watkins versus uh, Bamford debate. And we said in the main show that he would probably come off the bench against San Marino. Uh, I think even uh, Phil Shaw uh, mentioned in his piece that he would come off the bench uh, in the good, bad, and ugly. That he'd come off the bench and actually score. So. Uh, Back. There's double crystal ball power for you, uh, San Marino. I mean, it is what it is. You can't really. Uh, I mean, you can. I'm sure there'll be uh, podcasts out there celebrating the the rise of Ollie Watkins based on the fact that he scored against the team that pretty much all 92 English football league teams could beat
0: but he did, he did take his goal very well though when he was given the chance he did
3: yeah no exactly I mean well, you can't so. take anything away from Watkins I mean it's perfect you, you get your debut you can't choose who you're playing against and I mean the fact that he, even in the commentary uh, you know there's a bit of a slyness from Lee Dixon wasn't there when he uh,
0: yeah when he when said oh you like, won't yeah, get oh, that what?
3: time you won't get that time against but well, well you can only score against San because that's who he's playing against at this moment in time bearing so, his uh, mind you know, we'll he scored a
0: hat-trick against supposedly one of the best back fours in Europe against Liverpool Mondo. But I mean, it was an
3: example. He's very good at getting the ball out of his feet. I think that's one thing. If you look back at the f- compilation of all his goals against, all his goals for Brentford, what he's done. Uh, he mentioned the hat trick against Liverpool. You know, one of those goals where he, he just gets that split second, just the way he can move the ball to uh, you know create that extra extra few inches to get a shot away is uh, an, an asset, which is you know one of his. Uh, clear strength it's a little bit of that
0: sort of fox in the box it's it's,
3: it's, it's clinicalness uh, that's the thing Villa need to uh, going back to Villa they need to get that midfield sorted out so they're actually creating chances so we're not having to see Watkins for a lot of the time running those channels and getting out wide he, he can let's say for the majority of the time just get on the end of things It's that's what we want to see
0: yeah and even we saw it last season with Wesley if you give the guy service he'll score goals but if you don't give him service he's, he's limited what he's going to offer you outside of the penalty area same as McGinn yeah. you, get, you get McGinn into advanced areas and you see what he can no, do for Scotland exactly
3: I think one uh, upshot of uh, Watkins uh, playing for England will mean I, I'm sure there's a trickle of money going down to Brentford and probably Exeter You'd as well so. you hope so yeah. England caps is always one of the clauses, isn't it? When they uh, structure these deals.
0: Yeah, and what, well, obviously, what a good journey for him was it? Four years ago, he was playing for for Exeter in League yeah. Two. So it's a you know, pretty meteoric. I mean, if he gets
3: him. in that squad, then he's he'd pretty much done what Darius Vazelle has done. Just came out of nowhere, scored on his de- England debut, and then gets into a. Uh, a top international tournament. And yeah. Actually, v- Vassell did very well in his initial uh, games for England. He did. And this is like not exactly, let's say on the the prime time stats of how many goals you scored. I mean, Vassell didn't really set the world on fire for Villa. It was more... uh what he actually brought to the England team which was something uh, a little bit different to what they had
0: they, were, they weren't they're not a million miles away from each other I don't think are they as players you know they're both obviously quick like to run in behind I think Watkins is probably the better finisher. yeah I think I honest.
3: think Watkins is the better player I mean overall uh, we're yeah. only, I think he's as I said the upside and I think that's what Southgate is looking at here uh-huh. and that's what Villa obviously invested heavily in is there's a there's a lot more to come you would hope because he's got his head screwed on and he's he's got the work ethic as well so uh, yep yeah. Let's see what happens. But I think to round this uh, off, I think to have any chance of getting into the Euros, he's going to have to score a few in Villa's remaining 10 games.
0: Yes, probably go up another level, potentially.
3: Notch a few goals to persuade Southgate, because uh, Southgate's doing a little bit of uh, Jude Bellingham.
0: Hey, uh, Bellingham played well. Is
3: he going to get in the squad? We don't know. I mean, this is the thing he's having, Southgate's having a look as well uh, for the future as well as uh, the here and now. Right, obviously Villa aren't playing this weekend, so uh, nothing to report on that front. The uh, Any other Villa action since we last spoke on the main podcast was the uh, Villa under-18s getting through reasonably convincingly in the Youth Cup fourth round, which uh, I'm sure will be... uh, an indication for the academy of uh, where they are at, the, at this time and considering how they played against liverpool in the fa cup you'd imagine uh, with a reasonable draw they should go reasonably deep now i mean in, into the fifth round you would uh, hope
0: so you'd hope so i mean i think there are some pretty good you know academy squads aren't they you know the likes of man city have got pretty tasty squads chelsea and i yeah. have man u are traditionally pretty strong as well so villard would want to get themselves just in and amongst that group again where they've they've obviously yeah. they've dropped they've dropped off for a little while haven't they, the last few years.
3: I think yeah, if, if if they can get a reasonable draw and then uh Let's say uh, get into the semi-finals. Uh, I think they'd, they'd be happy with that for a starter. I mean,
0: ultimately, as we've said before, you know, the the real thing that you judge your academy and your youth team off isn't winning youth cups. It's how many of these lads are going to qualify, you know, in great Yeah, baby steps, bird, yeah.
3: baby steps. The here and now, the youth cup, the youth cup. Let's not, let's not, let's not shit on their parade already.
0: <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's it's you know, there's a few of those guys who've got a lot of potential. You think it'd be great to see them out on loan, be it next season. Yeah, but I'm not, I don't care about that. I'm
3: just I'm just talking about the youth cup. So yeah, so hopefully they can... Uh, it's because it just instills confidence along the way. I yeah. think that FA Cup performance will carry them uh, potentially uh, in the Youth Cup a little Give bit further. confidence, Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, news out, it's been confirmed that the start of next season... Yes, we're already thinking about the next season uh, after this 2021 uh, fizzle out. <laughs> the start of next season will be the 14th... For the Premier League, will be the 14th of August. The EFL starts a week before so uh does that back to normal I what is Ish. normal i don't i don't Ish, know yeah. anymore meanwhile uh any other news that because uh, you now start to think about villa park and uh actually returning to the game manchester city have confirmed five thousand uh, rail seats the introduction of which was something uh safe safe standing was something at villa were the first people to uh volunteer for a trial this is going way back pretty much 10 years or so but uh since then uh these rail seats have actually been installed in uh, several grounds so uh, it'll be interesting to see where that factors in i mean manchester city are bringing in ad- advertising boards to replace seats they're bringing in rail seats because they don't fill their ground they've got that capacity that they can actually make changes while villa of uh got a bit of a stickler because they want to bring in more uh, disabled wheelchair spaces and to bring those in for example in the north stand when you really want to ultimately redevelop the whole north stand it's you'd be paying twice so ideally villa would want to wait until redevelopment to put them in but they've They've got to meet uh, Premier League stipulations and have X amount after so many years in the in the Premier League. So they've got to uh, get those in sharpish, and it's uh, it's not the easiest thing to implement because the big question is where can you put them at this moment? Bearing in mind you don't want to lose capacity. If you rebuild a stand, then you can obviously work it into the plans, and it's a smooth transition, and you just pay once. Anyway, we will see what happens there. All right, short and sweet is what something for the weekend is. We will uh, do one when we return uh, before uh, next week's game against Fulham which uh, hopefully is the return of Grealish but also has been changed uh, and has been put back uh, a day so we'll now uh, kick off on Sunday half past four and will be screened on Sky meanwhile the uh, the April the April clash against manchester city has been postponed due to them being involved in the fa cup semi-final so uh keep your eyes open for the rearranged date for that
0: it's a bit of a chance of some fixture congestion isn't
3: there yeah right thank you very much for listening uh please do make sure you listen to episode 141 for the full experience and to listen to phil shaw's dulcet tones until then it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him goodbye